How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today, we're going to talk about overcoming relationship expectations. Everyone has different expectations. But when it comes to relationships in this day and age, we often assume people are on the same page as we are. We look through our own purple lenses and see the world as we see it. And whether it's to do with like political views or moral standards and, you know, really relationship expectations, we can be taken back when something doesn't agree with our opinion. And although we live in a world where we have digital communication and we have access to media everywhere, our connectedness with real people is really becoming a thing of the past, especially with what's going on with lockdowns and COVIDs and isolation. It's just a bit different. So communication in relationships is at an all-time low. And we might be communicating on the phone or via a Zoom, but I also talk about communication as in body language, feel, touch, you know, communicating physically. And they're really important when you're in a relationship. So what happens in relationships is that our standards are built from a variety of factors. And some of them are relationship experiences that we've had. Some are from our parents and the relationship that they had. And the way our relationships are portrayed in the media, TV, films, we compare. We think that that sets a baseline sometimes. So we create these images in our hearts and our heads of what relationships should be like. And when our real life relationship doesn't turn out the way that it should, it hits us with this real wave of disappointment and sometimes even resentment, angry that it didn't turn out that way. Our expectations when it does come to relationships can really differ and differ widely from each other. It's really important to have similar expectations when it comes to your partner. So being on the same page is vital to having a successful, healthy relationship. So then what happens when you and your partner have different views of relationships and expectations? Well, you and your partner probably experience relationships in different ways and it's shaped the way you both view romance and love and connection. So I thought I'll come up with a few ways to work through these different expectations so that you can actually be on the same wavelength as each other. You know, we have enough stress at the moment. We don't need the stress of how do I stay on the same page as my partner, let alone the rest of the world. So the first thing is review your current relationship expectation. So if you've got one expectation in your mind and your partner has one in his mind and you're just expecting him to read your mind, you're going to be quite disappointed that he's not reaching the mark. Okay, it can be hard to take a step back and question why you have these certain expectations in your relationship. But this step is crucial for self-awareness and development. You really need to look at your expectations from your partner's point of view. You know, are you demanding too much from them? And would you want to be in a position where you can meet those expectations if your partner put them on you? I want you to sort of reverse the expectation around and perspective. So really take the time to reflect on these expectations and probably jot them down on a journal or a list and write down what are the expectations you actually want to keep? What are the realistic ones? And we do that in, even, in all of our goal setting. 
you know, is it realistic? And which ones, when you look at them, could you abandon? Could you just leave and say, you know what, that's unfair or that's really unrealistic? So I'm not saying that you lower your standards. You're really just acknowledging them and you're simply cutting down the list a little so that it's achievable for both of you. Because if you are setting up your partner to fail, you also fail because you're in this relationship too. So let's set each other up for success. If your list has been superficial and the expectations are like, he must make a certain amount of money per, per year, or he must always take me on a holiday three or four times a year, you probably can get rid of those type of expectations because unfortunately, the way the world is at the moment, they're unrealistic. We don't know who is keeping their job and who isn't. We don't know if the borders are going to open or not. So although they're nice to have things and they may have been on your list before and they may not have been so unrealistic, right now they are. So you don't really find happiness based on, you know, how much money someone's earning. Yes, it can make life very easy and it can take some pressure on other stresses. But at the end of the day, it's about who they are and how they make you feel. So keep the essentials on your list of expectations like sharing the workload, keeping the spark alive, having mutual respect, listening to each other, respecting each other enough to just allow the other person to talk, acknowledging your partner's feelings, being present in the relationship. Just keep it short and simple. Just make a list that's not going to be extensive and something you'll be able to work on every day along the way. It's not going to be anything more than you should be doing, but you also need to be able to have this conversation with your partner. You need to be able to tell him or her what it is that you're expecting from the relationship. Please, I ask you, don't assume that your partner can read your mind because you'll make an ass of yourself. That's not the case at all. Some people have these expectations and they don't ever talk about them. And then that's setting your partner up for failure. That's not the deal here. If you want to be in a relationship with someone, you come to the party, but you've got to let them know, you know, where's the bullseye? What are they aiming for? You can't blindfold them and say, go for it. That's unfair. So time to review your current relationship expectations. And that sort of goes into the second point I was going to say. The second thing you can do is really see things in a new perspective. When you start writing down this list and thinking of your partner and the expectation and, you know, if it's realistic, without realizing, you're already starting to look at this from a new perspective. You're switching your frames. But when I say new perspective, I also say a perspective on what you're demanding. So demanding perfection can be easy, but it's very rarely executed. And so what will happen, your disappointment levels will go through the roof if you only want things to be perfect all the time. Perfection doesn't exist nowhere, not in relationships or the dating world or in any world. You don't need to settle for less than what you deserve. But you also don't need to fester over the small irrelevant details either. So your partner doesn't clean the kitchen exactly the way you clean it. Okay, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Rather than being resentful and never letting him clean it again, you could take the opportunity to show him how you like it done or you could just let him do it the way he wants and say thanks for putting in the effort. And this is how we start to teach our partners to stop putting effort in because every time they do, We actually are at them for not being perfect or not doing it the way that we do it. You know, what matters more than perfection is effort and effort always trumps perfection. 
You don't want your partner to feel like they're letting you down all the time, even when they're trying their best, because what happens, they start to feel deflated. And you really get this notion of, you know, sometimes resentment and sometimes a helplessness or, you know, they just switch off or disengage from the relationship because they're like, what's the point? I'm trying my best, but I'm always letting her down. There's nothing I can do that's good enough. So what I'm saying here is talk about how you can both help each other. This is an us conversation, not a me or an I. This is how we can do this relationship together better. And if we meet the expectations of each other in the relationship, then it's going to be a great relationship, right? Because you're open, you're talking about it, you're compromising, you're doing all those things that are great in a relationship. It's good communication at the end of the day. So learning to appreciate the effort and the gestures rather than only seeing how they didn't meet your high standards is really going to create this healthy, happy and harmonious relationship. That's what you want. You don't want to be bickering and fighting over things that don't matter because it doesn't matter that the drawer was packed differently because at the end of the day, you're going to open the drawer and they're all going to be clean. You're going to put them away regardless. So don't forget, say thank you, show your appreciation and acknowledge the effort over perfection. It will go a very long way in your relationship. Talking about communication, the third one is, you know, talk isn't cheap. And I always say that having these open lines of communication in a relationship is the key to success because it's true. It's the best way you get you and your partner on the same page. It's the only way to know, you know, where the target is, what it is you want. You need to be getting it out and discussing why you have these expectations and how they can be fulfilled. Sometimes saying things out loud as well can also bring on this realization that, oh my God, this is a ridiculous expectation. And it gives you an opportunity to apologize because you're not stuck in your head. You can get out and just have a giggle and go, oh my God, I can't believe I was actually expecting that from you. That sounds ridiculous. So get it out of your head and get it out there. And it gives you an opportunity to then reflect on what you're actually saying. And also gives your your partner an opportunity to hear and reflect and give you some feedback about what he thinks. So if you and your partner can keep up the talk, and I mean the real talk, you might find that a lot of these things that you're talking about will end up in a bit of a giggle. You know, you'll say it out loud and you'll say, oh my God, now that I'm saying that out loud, that's so silly. So this will alleviate a lot of those times when you feel disappointed about certain situations because your expectation has shifted. Don't keep them in the dark. Let them know what's really bothering you and encourage them to speak up when something's bothering them. Wouldn't you rather it out on the table? Although difficult sometimes to, you know, dish out and receive, it's much better than having the relationship go its separate ways and then it's really hard to bring it back. So communication really is a two-way street here and being able to listen to your partner and putting those things into action will really help you and your partner become closer and you'll get a better relationship, a better result out of the way that you're interacting. So your expectations might not line up all the time and you might not always be on the same page. But as long as you're reading the same book, you will experience less disappointment and more happy times. So let's do that. Let's all get onto the same book. If you are with your partner and you feel like you're reading a different book, have the conversation so that you're back reading the same book. And, you know, you might be two steps ahead. And he might be two pages behind and that's okay because it's the same story at the end of the day. If you are stuck in this unrealistic expectation notion of, you know, I expect this from my partner or they expect that from you, 
reach out to me, ask me a question, share your story. I always love to hear from you. You know, my listeners are very important and your feedback obviously influences the way I do my podcast and the, the content that I deliver. So a DM would be fine. Don't forget to share my podcast, tell your friends all about it, like it, follow it, all of that stuff. And I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.